Welcome back everyone to Stay in Your Lane, presented by Triple T Transport. I'm your host, John Maley. Today I'm bringing back Zach Elrod, Allianz Trading. Uh, Zach handles bad debt, insuring bad debt, and he is a wherewithal uh, for us from a resource uh, to what's going on and what he's seeing with uh, companies filing bankruptcies and reorganizations at the speed of light currently. Um, so, uh, everyone, I, I'd like to uh, uh, give uh, Zach the floor. And Zach, go ahead and tell us what you're seeing today. We are aggregating this data. And not only do we have the strongest database that you can leverage, but we also have the ability to monitor our claims activity. And that tells us kind of what's going on in the market before you read in the news headlines. So Allianz Trade in North America, we're the world leader in accounts receivable or trade credit insurance. So what that looks like for our clients, specifically in the transportation space, is we essentially act like a database or an extension of their credit department. So anytime that they have a new customer that they're looking to extend terms to, move uh, freight for, we'll come in, we'll vet that customer up front, make sure that they're credit worthy, once named to our policy, we'll monitor them on a going forward basis. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, if they don't pay, we'll come in, our clients will file a claim that's protracted default and insolvency. So slow pay, no pay, bankruptcy. So what are you seeing? Yeah, great question. So if you do read the headlines, they are saying that bankruptcies on a national level are at a pre-pandemic pace. Uh, anecdotally, I don't have the direct numbers because that's not released from our books yet, but I can tell you within my portfolio of customers, I'm seeing a few things. I'm seeing first, a lot of my clients asking for payment plans. So your terms are net 30. We say that ask you that you file a claim within net 180. My clients are coming to us and saying, hey, look, this, this is a good customer. They're paying us 20 grand in these installments. We need an extra 60, 90 days. If not, then we'll file a claim. So definitely a lot more payment plans in place. I'm seeing a lot more unexpected bankruptcies. So otherwise, you know, my client's good. We're selling to these folks. We've never had an issue before. We're getting paid on time. Bam, out of nowhere. Hey, they filed. What do we do now? Um, and I'm, I'm seeing that in a multiple industries, specifically with my transportation clients, because they have a lot of touch points into different industries. And it's tied to some of the consumer spending and consumer trends. Well, I think I think money's now more expensive, right? Correct. With interest rates up, uh, operating Correct. expenses. So my question for you is, how many shippers or companies that have been around forever and been solvent for a long period of time, are they the surprise ones, or are the surprise ones the ones that the hedge funds purchase? and then pull cash out of and they're now cash poor. Yep, so it's a little bit of both. If if you're a company that's been in business for, you know, call it 20 years, you've never experienced an interest rate hike. Now interest rates are at an all-time high. Um, you got up over, you know, 5% now, close to 6%. So what we're finding is as these companies are restructuring their debt, it's becoming that much more expensive. So you look at it, it's kind of the perfect storm. The cost of service your capital is more expensive. All of the pandemic cash is drying up. You're running hot with inflation, so there's some fatigue from that. And your cost of labor is going up because now you got to pay your employees more. And now we're starting to see um, 
just the overall cost, it's something's got to give. And what we're ultimately seeing is that they can no longer pay their suppliers um, for the goods and, and services provided. Wow. You know, we know that this is part of the attrition that has to happen at some level. But I'm seeing companies uh, publicly, I don't, not ones that I'm working with, uh, that are that are coming out that you would have never expected or seen. You say, hey, this company's been around for many, many, many years. Why are they struggling? And yep. to your point, it's all of those things. I don't know. I think it's a lot of it uh, are shippers or companies that have been uh, bought up by investment companies too. Correct. And the, the cost of capital, money's been so cheap for so long right. that there is a larger margin for error. Um, what we start to see with that is, um, you know, there's some large bankruptcies where people know they weren't quote unquote good for a long time, mm -hmm. but they were so big, big that they were always going to thrive and make it through it. There's always a, an escape route, so to speak, mm -hmm. where now folks are looking at and saying, all right, we're no longer in a position to throw good money after bad. We got to use this as a restructuring, almost use the bankruptcy as a tool and, and as their exit strategy ultimately. Well, and I think that when it's used as a tool to restructure, it can be a positive after you get through it, right? Correct. We've seen We've seen that in the past where things need to change and uh, companies can't operate like they used to and, you know, the things that need to change get corrected and then we see a, a recovery. But that's not the majority of what we're seeing and, and hearing out there. Correct. And the way I kind of position it as well is bankruptcies can get messy. So let's say the company uses as a tool to restructure. Uh, and let's say that you get made whole or you are paid out a large portion of, of the debt that you're owed. It's never a clean process, very rarely at least, and it can take time. So you're at the mercy of the bankruptcy court. And that's where folks will come in and bring us in because you're guaranteed a payout at 90% within a certain window, you subrogate the debt to us. We're now the ones sitting in that bankruptcy court on your behalf. And then we have the ability to share out uh, the recoveries in the event that we are in a position to re you recover the, the debt owed. Right. So at the end of the day, we're seeing m much higher levels in, in the transportation network. We're seeing more bankruptcies from carriers or closing their doors and then we're seeing shippers and manufacturers that we wouldn't have expected would be in financial trouble and have been around for a long time saying enough's enough we're, we're closing the doors additional thing that you got to think of or consider in that situation is not only does a large company file bankruptcy but it's the ripple effect that it has throughout the market so let's say that your client is in good standing but they have a concentration with one of those large companies. Now all of a sudden that company files chapter seven, chapter 11, whatever it is, they don't get paid. That's now gonna hinder their cash flow and have the domino effect on how you can collect from them. So an otherwise good customer is subject to some of those external forces. Yeah, so it's collateral damage. Correct. Everyone who was a debtor, you know, or involved in it or connected to it, feels the impact. And, and right now, I don't know that there's a lot of margin for that. 
Correct, correct. And we're also in a market where things are extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. And by and large, a lot of the folks I talk to, their sales now are starting to, to go down. You know, whether that's rate driven, opportunity driven. Um, you know, I, I always hesitate to throw out the word recession because I don't think people really know what it looks like in 2023. But with that, people are now in a position where they say, all right, how can we remain aggressive while also protecting our bottom line? Right. Our sales are going down, our top line growth is going down or plateauing. What do we do to jumpstart this? If you can land an opportunity, that's great, but there's a lot of guessing work that goes on with onboarding a new customer. And then with that, you don't have a peek behind the curtain on what their financial status looks like. And that's mm-hmm. the, the biggest risk in this environment. Oh, I think, I think you have a, a competitive network where we have compression. And when we have compression on volume and compression on pricing, you get both. That's a two-to-one swing, right? So not only do we have excess capacity because there's less shipping volumes, the, the shippers and the clients are looking for ways to, be, to find profits because their volumes are down. So, you know, it all rolls down the same hill. Uh, it's just sometimes it's harder to navigate. When we have this market going on, I, I believe from a transportation cost perspective, we've already hit the bottom. I think from here, it's up. But the question is, how do you go up when the margins are thin and it's so competitive? And the demand, you know, the shipping volumes in June were down from, uh, were down in June. They were also down in July. So with our economy now being uh, 70% service-driven, 30% manufacturer-driven, how do we navigate that bankruptcy picture? Yeah, and when you start to talk about compressed margins, um, that just gives you less margin for error as well because the impact of a non-payment is that much more powerful. You need to generate that much more sales just to offset that. Um, One other thing, thing that I'm also kind of interested in is you read a lot of the headlines on how the economy has remained resilient through a lot of this. Uh, last year this time, you know, it was something like 90% of economists or CFOs uh, were calling a recession. Again, we're starting to see some pain points, but consumer spending has been strong. Um, some of the things I've been reading is now credit card debt is at an all-time high. So they're still spending money, but they don't necessarily have it. It's all on credit. And bank savings are now drawn down to well bef- well below the pre-pandemic levels. Um, a stat I read the other day was $2 trillion has been wiped out of savings accounts over the past two years. So at some point, something's got to give and it's not sustainable. So when you look at it from a consumer standpoint, we're a consumption-based economy. When they can't afford to do that anymore, something's got to give. Um, I also saw that inflation was creeping up again, um, you know, month over month. And there's certain sectors where inflation is still running hot. So what that what's that mean? The Fed's going to continue to do interest rate hikes. That's going to continue to fuel and impact things as well. Well, and when they do that, Dan um, Dan North, you know, he's he's anticipating we still have three more increases that were taken. Uh, the Fed has increased that haven't really hit, and we haven't felt the brunt of. Yep. So as that happens in the second half of this year, 
we're going to have a better picture where we are. The the bad you know the bad news here is what does recovery look like now versus you know what it looked like in years past. Yep. I think we I think that you know calling it a recession or not calling it a recession uh, the old adage stays true today. Uh, if good people are doing business with you and they can pay their bills, they will. And when they can't, they won't. So yep. Yep. Uh, th- it, it's going to be difficult because I think we're going to go backward uh, navigating credit and, and debt um, very closely. And it's going to be more important than it was before. But I still think in transportation, we may have seen the worst already from uh, uh, compression on pricing. Maybe not volume. I still think there's there's some volume that's going to come out that's down. Um, but I don't think we're going to see that till the end of the year, at the very end of the year, and maybe the beginning of next year. Uh, but um, I, I definitely appreciate it. And... Uh, you know, I want to talk to you on the next episode where we talk about um, companies selling their rights to pursue lawsuits. And what does that mm-hmm. really mean? Because that's that's something that's new that we haven't seen in the past. Yeah, definitely a new wrinkle. Um, so I'm, I'm, that's a topic that I'm seeing more and more uh, recently, I guess. Um, so I'm definitely interested to dive into that with you. Well, I think that, you know, there are a lot of people that may need your services in the next upcoming, I'd say, two to three years. So for everybody watching, Zach Elrod, Allianz Trade, uh, if you're worried about debt, if you're having trouble sleeping at night uh, with receivables and questions, get on the phone with Zach or reach out to Zach. We'll put your information up on the end of the podcast here. Uh, We'll put it up there for you, Zach, and thanks for being on. All right, appreciate it. You have a great day. You too, Zach. Continue watching on the next episode of the Stay in Your Lane podcast.